1: Podcast Network Asia.
0: I think that's the biggest challenge that uh, when you have legacy systems, um, you're not able to catch up and cope with the pace of technology. So for us to be able to really address that, we wanted to, of course, that's why we're doing a lot more sales online to be able to get that data. Um, and on the back end, I think that technology is moving at such a fast pace that we can now create new products. Uh, like just for as an, as an example, one thing that we're looking into is usage-based insurance. So for car insurance, you know, you usually have just your annual your annual premium, but there's actually technology out there that can enable us to um, put a device in your car and it's the premium that you pay is really more personalized, customized to how you use it. And I think that um, especially during phases, again, I, I go back to the pandemic, when no one was really driving, no one was also buying insurance, uh, car insurance because they didn't need it. They, wouldn't, they didn't want to have to spend so much when they knew they weren't going to drive. So if we have a product that is more usage-based, if you don't drive, then you don't have to pay. If you drive it a lot, um, then you pay the, the relevant amount. So having that kind of technology um, to really enable us to offer more personalized products.
1: Good evening, good afternoon, good morning to wherever you are listening to me from here in the Philippines and from all over the world. And welcome to my podcast, the RJ Ledesma podcast. Here my podcast, I love to interview the country's pioneering and trailblazing business personalities and entrepreneurs to learn more about how they think about doing their business. What are their success secrets? Are they willing to share their success secrets with the rest of us? How have they innovated elevated, pivoted their businesses during the pandemic period, and more importantly, what opportunities do they see emerging in this new, new, normal times? Is there a business personality or entrepreneur that you would like me to interview here on the show? I would like to hear from them as well. Please just drop me a message. Tell me their names. We're also live right now on Who and on YouTube. Tonight, we've got our friends from Etica Philippines. Ethica Philippines is a leading ASEAN, that's Association of Southeast Asian Nations, insurer. They've got presence in Southeast Asian countries. They are Ethica Philippines simplifies the selection process of Filipinos, both who are looking for insurance from a corporate perspective and from an individual perspective for different insurance products. What they're able to do differently is that they're able to integrate all life, non-life, health, and other insurance products and services into one unified brand. Tonight, we have their head for each channel. We have Mr. Noel Tordesillas. Noel, welcome to the RJ Ledesma podcast.
0: Hi, RJ. Good evening. Thanks for having hey, me.
1: Noel. Thanks so much for joining us on this rainy Thursday evening. Hope you're all uh, safe and dry, especially to everybody listening to us here uh, on the podcast. So Noel, let's get this chat going. Um, now, i was kind of mouthful to say what Ethica offers, no? Maybe you can give us what you know. they usually call in the startup world. What's the startup pitch? What exactly is Etika all about?
0: Great. Okay, sure, RJ. Um, actually, you did a pretty good job of giving the pitch yourself. But um, I would say that Etika, I mean, it's an insurance company, like you said, with a regional presence in Malaysia, Singapore, Indonesia, Cambodia, and, of course, the Philippines. So a little background about the company. Uh, we were formerly Asian Life and purchased in uh, a few years ago, a few years before the pandemic. Um, by Etika Philippines, which is also under the umbrella company of Maybank. Um, you're, we offer both life insurance and and non-life insurance, which actually makes us quite unique in that we have a composite license with the Insurance Commission to do so. Um, and what I do personally for eChannel, so eChannel is basically our online platform, and I'm basically an insurance salesman. I take care of all our all our online sales, both through our website and through partners such as Shopee, GCash. Um, which is very different from the traditional channels where you have mm-hmm. brokers and agents. So it's a new way of doing insurance. And um, yeah, happy to be here to talk more about it.
1: Yeah, so very interesting. I, I, I think you know I just realized that right now, I want to pick up a bit more and talk about how you're actually looking at a new distribution channel. And I want to see how that's actually different in, in the sales process and the marketing process versus the usual uh, face-to-face type of conversations people have in selling insurance. Uh, but before getting into that one, I think it's very important to clarify, especially for people who might not be familiar with the insurance industry, what makes it so different that you're handling both life, non-life and all these other insurance uh, policies? Because what the usual, I mean, help me understand what's the baseline uh, and what makes you guys different?
0: Right. So there are companies that have a license to offer just the life insurance um, but then there's also the non-life and usually it's not uh, within the same company. So when I say non-life, you know, you have your car insurance, travel insurance, um, other non-life related insurance products. Uh, and with Etika, what's good about us is that we can offer both of them under the same platform. You don't have to shop around uh, between different companies and get them all together on on our website.
1: Okay. So having said that, you have a composite license. If that is the way to go, I mean, because you have a larger pie of the insurance market, both life and non life, then why aren't all insurance companies getting composite licenses?
0: It's not easy to obtain, basically. And there are uh, different requirements to, for companies to have them. Um, and there are only, yeah, just a, a handful that actually do. Um, and so what we're doing now is to really take advantage of that. Traditionally, we've been more on the group insurance. So um, we've been catering to. Uh, em- employers, companies, for, for many, many years. But what we want to do now is to expand our distribution with online and being able to offer more retail products uh, down to the individual consumers.
1: Okay, I got that. Now, I understand it, I guess, from a well, from a sort of business perspective of what you guys do. But can you further laymanize how they will appreciate, let's say, for example, two perspectives, right? First, how can I appreciate what you guys are doing as uh, as an individual? Uh, doing life and non-life. Let's say I'm, I'm a guy shopping for mm-hmm. life and non-life. And then what's the difference now also as well, if I'm a corporation shopping for life and non-life, I guess that that's how I would per- perceive it. Let's start of course, with insurance for a regular person and, and he's looking for insurance. Uh, how, what, what is different with the experience when I come to you? When I come to you?
0: Um, well, the fact that you can get it, everything on our website is one of the big advantages that we have. Um, we try to make our experience very customer friendly. So that, I mean, insurance itself as a product can be quite complicated. Um, traditionally, it's sold through agents and brokers, right? Where you have to meet face-to-face, schedule uh, appointments. And I think the pandemic definitely changed a lot of the way we do business. So with us, we're able to really make it easier for you to understand our products on our website and apply, for our, our, apply online and actually have a response. So one of the products that we have in terms of life is called My Life Plus. Now, this product, you can you can apply online and ask some questions and right away, right after applying, you'll be notified whether you are um, accepted or denied. The usual process for getting life insurance is that, um, you know, you'll have to wait and have, have underwriting, take a look. But since ours is a straight through product, um, right away on the spot, you'll be able to purchase your insurance products, both for life and non-life.
1: Wow. And the website is uh, www.etica.com.ph. Zeke, and they we're flashing it here on the screen right now. That's etica.com.ph. And for those listening just to the podcast, that's epiqa.com.ph. Zeke, let's get a little sneak peek of how the website actually looks like if they click on that uh, online. So if you don't mind, uh, Noel is already here. Tell us a bit more about what we're seeing here uh, on, on the screen. This is the main page, I guess. It's the home page?
0: Yeah. So our main page is really targeted towards being able to buy any of our online products, which is uh, basically what I'm managing. So travel insurance, ER Protect, and auto insurance are our primary products that we're offering. Um, Travel insurance actually is one of our best-selling products. uh, Definitely also because of the, you know, what they say, revenge travel after the pandemic. Um, We're seeing a lot of growth there. And... Uh, definitely customers, general population is also becoming more aware of the need to be able to insure yourself uh, and your trip for travel um, before flying.
1: And it tells about the others, uh, the ER product and the auto insurance as well.
0: Right. So other, the, other than that, we have our ER Pro- Ear Protect, which is basically an emergency room product that in, if in case um, you have an emergency, um, it's actually a cheaper product to have rather than a full comprehensive health health protection. So what we like to also do is to make sure that our products are bite-sized, more affordable. We're seeing that online customers are more willing to spend on cheaper products rather than the more expensive. You know, we're talking about like 1,000 pesos or less is more more, more feasible. So with the AirProtect, you don't have the full protection, but it's a cheaper product that protects you against the absolute most important emergencies if in case you get sick or injured. And of course, then we have auto insurance, which is your standard um car insurance product
1: okay so if i am to understand this correctly you offer both life and non-life but the first set of products you're offering are the non-life products which are i guess these are more the the I, in, in in the filipino mentality this is the sachet size that you can offer sachet, sachet size insurance is that correct
0: exactly that's right
1: so these are all non-life i'm looking at these all non-life insurance right is that correct
0: so we have well ear protect is the life insurance product and then travel oh. insurance and auto insurance are the non-life Um, But as you said, sachet insurance, most of our life and health products would be very bite-sized. So other than ER Protect, we also have dengue and pneumonia, which can be had for as little as, you know, less than 100 pesos. So rather than spending so much, you can protect yourself just on very specific um, conditions or illnesses. um, More common. I mean, we're talking about dengue right now. We're in uh, the heat of summer and the rainy season. Um, Dengue is quite a concern. Um, and of course, pneumonia, we wanted to focus on pneumonia, especially during the pandemic when COVID pneumonia is one of the most, most uh, frequent um, symptoms.
1: Great. So, and you were saying, as if I click on this page here right now, I say apply now. The turnaround time here is very, very quick. If, I'm, if I understand yeah, yeah. from you, exactly so, you can uh, apply not three days.
0: No, what we're able to do actually with our travel insurance is that once you apply now, you can pay through GCash uh, credit cards, usual payments, and you should get your travel policy, um, via email right away, um, you know, seconds later. Um, and in terms of when this takes effect, what we've been able to do as different from our, uh, you know, competitors is it actually, the insurance starts when you're already on the way to the airport, whereas others, um, it takes place once your flight starts, but with us, there's that period of traveling to the airport that you're actually already protected
1: got that I, I just have a question because you know um last year my, my dad passed and you know you need a, er is very important having an er insurance is very important right right um for the er insurance can you secure that if that if, if the person's already like you said travel insurance you can secure that if the person if you're on traveling on route to the uh to the, air, to the airport right how soon can you get the er uh, insurance
0: um, you can. You will also get it right away. As soon as you apply and pay, you'll receive your policy on the spot. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, in an emergency case, I'm not sure if uh, you have time to just uh, to pay for it while you're on the way to the, the, the emergency room. But <laughs> um, definitely right away, you should be able to purchase
1: it. Got that. Now, we're talking here from the individual's perspective. How about now from the corporate perspective? Can somebody who runs a uh, small corporation come here right now and find services also that are available for him uh by the website or do they have to go uh, schedule an actual call to get to get, there, to get uh, somebody to assist him With those, to assist it's
0: really more of the um traditional way in terms of the group policies the employers if you have a if you have a company it's it's best to get in touch um, although we we do have contact details on our website where anyone interested in that, any companies or HR directors, usually um, they can easily contact us as well.
1: Yeah. And if you look at here, uh, I want to go back there. Thanks so much, Zeke. Um, Zeke is lovely. He's actually showing us through the whole site. I just want to go to the <laughs> payment portal because that one I think is very interesting, and you talked about it briefly earlier on. I saw the payment, uh, the payment platforms, and you've got several of the details. So right away, I can actually pay for the platform right away. I can use GCash, you're saying, uh, right. You can use credit card.
0: Yeah, credit background? card and over-the-counter as well. Um, what we really wanted to do is be able to offer and be as convenient as possible. There yeah, you there go. you go. You can even use your ATM card. And one of the things that we're also offering soon is a buy now, pay later, so that it can we can make it even more affordable. Wow. As I mentioned, a lot of our products are, are quite cheap, 1,000 pesos or less. But if you're talking about car insurance, for example... This can be higher depending on, of course, the car and coverage that you get. So for those larger items, we like to be able to offer breakdowns so that you can pay in monthly installments. And that's something that's also kind of new in the industry that we're uh, innovating.
1: And yeah, But this is going to cut across. Credit card, ATM, over-the-counter, G Cash, or the buy now, pay later.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's right.
1: Very interesting. But thanks so much for, for taking us through that. Thanks again, Zeke, for showing uh, the website. Of Ethica again. If you want to go to the site, it's Ethica e t i q a dot com We can put on the screen now, Zeke. And now let's talk a bit more about um, somewhat Ethica, and I want to get a better appreciation. No, um, earlier we talked about, you know, especially when we talk here on the program, it's a, it's a it's a it's where people get to learn more about how people think about doing business, and I wanted to think about more of you know what pain point was Ethica trying to solve. And as you said, you know, I guess one of the pain points that people look for um insurance uh you know and it's it's a bit this friction cost of looking for insurance across different platforms you can get in one so you're trying to make it a right. one stop stop uh to secure both life and then like am i correct that's the pain point that you guys were trying to so. solve.
0: yeah i mean one of the biggest things that we wanted i mean in order to do that i think we really had to digitally transform um the way we were doing things and when we say of course, you know, that's always a challenge in itself. But when we ask why did we want to digitally transform, it also has to do with being able to get more data from our customers, which in turn will enable us to offer more personalized products and day, uh improve our own customer retention. At the same time, digitally transforming would also increase our efficiency, reduce costs. It helps in terms of uh, enhancing our fraud detection policies and risk management. So all in all, I think the the initiative really was to become more digitally savvy. And as I think everyone knows, the insurance industry um, is quite, um, has a lot to do. It's more of a traditional company a traditional mm-hmm. industry that's been around for a very long time. But in terms of catching up, it's a bit of a dinosaur in that respect. So, um, of course, when we wanted to digitalize our, our traditional, very traditional business, we had to think about how the customers are um, used to doing business also, because, you know, when people buy insurance, they're doing it face-to-face and that's kind of a behavior that they're used to. So how do we teach them to be able to um, get used to buying things online? And luckily uh, with the pandemic, it actually, it actually benefited us in a way because
1: It, it, it accelerated things for you guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. As people were more, um, comfortable with buying physical products, you know, Shopee, Grab, etc. They also became more receptive to buying insurance products and services. Um, so that definitely helped us. Um, very yeah.
1: interesting, interesting. So the pain point you saw it was very clear, and one of the things that you had to do to differentiate, because, like I said, not yet any but. Any insurance company probably has identified that issue, but it's how you solve the pain point, which which is important, right? And identifying what specific problem to solve to address that pain point. And you said that the first one is actually uh, the, the the pain point of lack of data, and and you were trying to solve that with, I guess, digitalizing the data. Is that correct?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, when we got when we looked at our data and we saw what our sales were doing. Um, especially, you know, in the last few years, because there was a there was a change, right? From the beginning of the pandemic, many people were interested more on the pneumonia product because, of course, everyone's concern was COVID. But in 2022, we saw a shift because um, restrictions loosened up, people started to travel more, people were less concerned with COVID after everyone becoming, um, you know, vaccinated. So if, instead of pneumonia, and then shifted to travel insurance. So we had, we had to make sure that. In both of those different phases in the last few years we wanted to be there and offer relevant products Um, but at the same time we wanted to think of okay those are very seasonal and very uh, variable products but what is something that we can offer that is something that people will care about regardless of the condition and that's when we came up with gadget insurance which uh, no matter what phase of the economy you're in um, people are always going to be concerned with their gadgets i mean i think especially now especially in the Philippines, you know, uh, with all the online usage and the, and the mobile usage, um, everyone's gadgets and mobile phones were, were their number one, almost their number one priority. So we came up with a product of gadget insurance that would actually protect their, their, their products against, uh, accidental damage.
1: Oh, that, that, that product i be interested in. So first was a lack <laughs> of data. And then the second one is, is, well, what, what I understand is that it's, it's, Having legacy systems in place, and you know, not everybody might appreciate what what big of a challenge having legacy systems in place are for not just the insurance company but for other companies as well who are using, uh, for lack of, a be- lack of a better term, antiquated systems. Can you explain a bit more why it's a challenge we have legacy systems in, in insurance?
0: Well, if things are doing things are being done uh, very manually. Uh, it prevents us from getting the data that we would need. And it also slows things down. I think, I think that's the biggest challenge that, uh, when you have legacy systems, um, you're not able to catch up and cope with the pace of technology. So for us to be able to really address that we wanted to, you know, of course, that's why we're doing a lot more sales online to be able to get that data. Um, and on the back end, I think that technology is moving at such a fast pace that we can now create new products, uh, like just as an an example, one thing that we're looking into is usage-based insurance. So for car insurance, you know, you usually have just your annual annual premium, but there's actually technology out there that can enable us to um, put a device in your car and it's the premium that you pay is really more personalized, customized to how you use it. And I think that um, especially during phases, again, I, I go back to the pandemic when no one was really driving no one was also buying insurance uh, car insurance because they didn't need it they wouldn't they didn't want to have to spend so much when they knew they weren't going to drive so if we have a product that is more usage based if you don't drive then you don't have to pay if you drive it a lot um, then you pay the, the relevant amount so having that kind of technology um, to really enable us to offer more personalized products I think that's I love that. you know, that,
1: I mean, that's one, well that's one use case really of you know insurance by usage right, in our yeah. that's, that's an overall coverage very innovative uh use of insurance and how you leverage technology to create insurance packages that are customized for each person. Exactly. Oh, very, very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And then finally, uh, one of the biggest challenges, especially for highly regulated industries like banking and finance, is, of course, compliance. And why was that? The, why, why is that a challenge for you? And how are you, I guess, how did Ethical meet the challenge of compliance in particular that allowed you to offer uh, a composite license or offer both life and unlife?
0: I think that... Um yeah, I mean, every there are always regulations that companies have to deal with. Uh, financial companies um, and insurance, in particular, are more stringent, stringently regulated, um, and that kind of uh, can hamper at times the innovation that we want to do as a company. But it's important for us to be able to act fast. I think there's a, I think that insurance companies, when it comes to price, um, people are not as um, People are not as strict or, uh, um, you know, they're not really going to go shop around uh, different insurance companies to find the best price because more or less insurance products are priced very closely together. But I think where Mm -hmm. we can differentiate ourselves is in terms of the speed, speed of delivery, speed of how fast we can get products to market, speed at which we can provide service to our customers um, in terms of after, after purchasing, servicing claims. So those are things that we want to focus on. Of course, compliance will be there and we'll always uh, adhere to regulations as all other companies will have to, but um, we can focus on other areas um, in terms of differentiation.
1: Got that. Uh, very interesting. Now, now I'm, I'm getting a, a much better appreciation of, of what makes Ethic a bit different. And I'm guessing uh, for the ability to reply at once uh, to the customer, it, it's two things, right? It's it's basically it's data-driven so you understand the new customers coming up based on previous data, right? And how you can customize a, a package for somebody coming new. So that, uh, and also as well replying. So I'm guessing one of the secret sauce, and I call secret sauce, like what can you do better than anybody else can do? Or what what do you guys put on the table that is hard to replicate by others is your own version of AI or what you've developed proprietarily for AI. What type of I understand that there's some sort of generative AI, generative AI that, that, that you guys are able to use in Ethica, which makes it easier for you to to create your edge or your unique selling point for Ethica. Does a bit right. more about that?
0: Sure, well, we're not um, totally there yet. I think generative AI is obviously at the beginning, um, when chat GPT came out, I think everyone became more aware of its potential, but definitely in the next five years, I think the entire insurance and industry will really feel the effects um, of that kind of technology. And it's up to the insurance companies to adapt more quickly. Um, what we're doing in terms of uh, AI, I think on our website, we're already starting to try to implement some some measures. Uh, for example, we have a chat bot now on our website, which enables if, if a customer logs on and they have any questions, um, they can automatically have them answered directly by our, our chat bot. And we'll see that technology enhanced further, both on the front end, not just customer facing, but even on the back end, when we have underwriting, pricing, um, this can all have some sort of assistance with AI.
1: Very interesting. And the other thing that you're also bringing in, I guess, an innovation of Etica, from what I understand, right, is that you're able to embed the services or Etica into the customer lifestyle. Tell me a bit more about that.
0: Sure, sure. So. We're really positioning ourselves as, uh, you know, one of the uh, premier or pioneer insurtech providers. So uh, with embedded insurance, this is something that we pioneered last year with Shopee, where we're, as I mentioned, like our gadget insurance. So now we can put our gadget insurance on Shopee so that when someone buys any kind of electronic, uh, you know, mobile phone or any gadget, actually any appliance, even, you know, microwave, television, um, they'll go through the usual checkout process on the on the Shopee website, but we'll also at the end offer an easy way to, to give our custom give Shopee's customers um, an option to purchase protection for that product. Um, and it's very seamless. When you talk about embedded, it's literally trying to meet customers and offer insurance at the point that they need it. Because um, I think for a customer to go out of their way um, and look for insurance products, uh, we don't want to hassle them. It's really... Where, what's the point of purchase or what's the point in their journey when they're purchasing a product? Can we put ourselves as an insurance company and offer relevant products to, to fit something that they need? Yeah. Um, relevant and at the specific yeah.
1: point that they need it. Exactly. Buy the gadget, uh, Shopee, here's the insurance. Buy the travel, buy, <laughs> buy, you know, your, buy your ticket, here's a travel insurance right beside it, right?
0: Yeah. So I think that's the secret of um, you know online and digital insurance. It's going to be very different from the traditional insurance. Um, we have more opportunities like that. Uh, you talk about travel, definitely. I mean, parcel. Now, I think um, one of one of the big apps out there, at Grab, right? We can insure the drivers, the the parcels that people are sending back and forth, and definitely on the spot as an option if you want to insure it. It's an easy it's an easy process. Um, it's just literally a tick box. You don't have to give any more information because. We pull our information. We pull the information that Shopee already has or grab. They have that data. We don't have to ask the customer again. Um, and at the same time, it's such a it's such a, a low premium because um, it's just one product or it's just one trip or it's just one parcel. It's not a whole year. There's no one-year commitment. It's just bite sized.
1: I, I also understand here right now that you also have what you call, and I'm, I'm, I'm presuming that this is something that makes it better for the consumer. You actually have an ethical, smile app tell me a bit more about that smile app
0: that etica has oh sure so smile app is again um shifting back on into the lens of the group insurance so if you're a corporation and you get uh, any of our group products uh, with etica all the employees will be able to access and download the smile app which will enable them to view their policies and i think where this comes into play is it's very convenient if you go to the hospital and have any kind of treatment done um, your ID is already there. It's a virtual ID. You don't have to have a physical ID that you might lose. Nice, nice. It's just in your phone. You show it to the hospital, and uh, they can automatically check you up in the system. Um, yeah. So I think, and in terms of filing your letter of guarantees, I think that's uh, also a very tedious process that now you can do through the Smile app rather than having to call call the company themselves.
1: So let's let's flash uh, Zeke, Z. Let's flash the Smile app uh, app store over here. And so this is the interesting thing. So, from my understanding, what it's like is that, like, for example, um, now this is from the for group insurance. What makes it easier? It's fast and seamless because any documentation that you might need, if you go to the hospital or file an insurance claim, you can just go to this app and then just show them the information on the app. Is that correct? Exactly. Wow. Is this just for hospital insurance, but this is also for travel for everything else?
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's well, it's just for the. Um, medical insurance for group insurance but we what we plan to be able to do is definitely create kind of an omnichannel journey so that anyone who's using this app uh, will also be able to buy very quickly and easily any of our other uh, retail products so like travel insurance car insurance Um, and since we have all that data from your your health insurance policy it should be much quicker so all in one
1: so it means that from the group insurance, it's like the company insured you, that's why you have health insurance over here. But if you need something more personally, you can also buy it here eventually uh, yeah, on yeah. this app.
0: Yep, so that's, I'm, I'm that's traveling right on
1: point. my own. traveling on a personal trip, not a corporate trip. I can still get that insurance on this app.
0: Yeah, since we have that comprehensive license, we can we want to be able to just, just kind of be like a one-stop shop for all of your insurance needs because it's very separate I mean, you don't think of your life insurance as the, as the same thing as your travel insurance or car insurance. They're very different markets. But to be able to purchase them on one platform from one company, um, that's where the goal or innovation that we want to come in.
1: And that's where what I would call the secret sauce lies. Um, <laughs> I want to show them, can we also show them at least the, the Google Play Store version of the Ethica Smile app? I think that's here as well. And again, if you guys have any questions here in store for Noel, please feel free to say hi or to greet us there in our chat box, don't be shy. So we're right now we're showing um, the Etica Smile Google Play Store. Uh, so it's available both on Apple and Google Play Store if you guys wanna try it out. Uh, you can, especially if you've got a corporate account here uh, right now for Etica. Now, the other thing I wanna jump into, uh, Noel, no, is to talk about, you know, earlier on we talked about, I guess, uh, what are the, you know, from a client experience, what are the biggest benefits from him? And we talked a bit a bit more about omni-channel or multi-channel. I understand that, but, you know, sometimes I always have to assume that people listening here to the program might need us to better laymanize terms. What do you exactly do you mean by omni-channel?
0: Right. So, I mean, omni-channel just basically means that from the customer point of view, it should, you're speaking to the same company, even if you have different touch points, whether it's online, on mobile, on your desktop calling the hotline or meeting someone from the company, you know, an agent from the company themselves, it should all feel like you're just talking to one person. And that's something that we're really striving towards. And uh, in terms of the website, we really want to make it kind of mimic that face-to-face interaction that you would have so that it feels the same and it has that personalized touch. There are a lot of questions as, as we talked about with insurance, it can be a complicated product. And I think in the Philippines, I mean, there's a long way to go in terms of education, But we want to help that education process by on our website providing enough FAQs that customers can really understand what we're selling. Um, There are a lot of complicated terms you talk about deductibles and like you know, layman people may may not understand. But we want to make it easy by translating that and giving tool tips on our website that really translate or make things much more easier to understand.
1: In terms of conversion rate, are the conversion rates actually higher when they do it online? Because like you said, you know, it's very it seems to be quick because you've got a lot of, I guess, data and algorithms uh, that you're able to use to to be able to better accept or reject. Or is the conversion rate higher for, for uh, face-to-face interaction because uh, it takes a three-day process for you to actually uh, uh, see if the application is... is um, yeah, yeah.
0: So that's, yeah. That's right. That's definitely one of the benefits of going online or moving online is that everything can be much, much uh, faster in terms of speed of delivery. So that's one thing that we're definitely trying to take advantage of in, in terms of uh, being able to sell in, you know, even, even in terms of digital marketing, right? We can, we can really check out our data and see that, Oh, if, if uh, this person is a certain target segment, we can offer him the, offer them this, this specific product via email newsletters, that type of thing.
1: Got that, got that. So um, what I see over here is that there's a higher level of customization that they'll be able to get from Ethica. Like for me, Customization to me meant that you know you were able to come up with a gadget insurance for me. That's customization. What are the other things that you're doing right now to better customize uh, for the Ethica consumer?
0: Well, one of the things that we're also unique in the market for in terms of our car insurance is that we can really give very customized uh, coverage. Actually, our website has a slider where you can just move it, and depending on the amount of coverage you want, we'll price it accordingly. Usually, companies will just give you you know one price or Uh, two or three options, but we can literally give an infinite number of options and make it as customized as possible um, to the consumer. And that's in terms of our car insurance. And likewise, for our travel insurance, um, there are different levels, whether you want COVID coverage or you don't want COVID coverage, we can add that. Um, And in the future, we can can keep doing that. Maybe we can add gadget insurance to our travel insurance. So these are product bundles that we're now working towards.
1: Fantastic. I guess... I'm seeing right now how so many different permutations of how somebody can can improve his insurance portfolio is emerging because of the customization, the, the data, the data points that you're now gathering to be able to better serve your customer. Help me right now, better understand. I want to look at opportunities now, particularly for the customer. What can he do now differently that he has uh, that he's gone to Etica that he can do more efficiently in terms of securing a larger insurance for himself that he could not do otherwise if he, if he wasn't using uh, Epica?
0: Well, I, I think those two things that we mentioned in terms of opportunities that um, now, of course, I guess affordability is one thing, that price price, and education. So in terms of price, uh, we can really make things much more affordable to the customers, both in terms of one we talk about buy now, pay later or installments, um, being able to break down our larger product sizes into monthly installments. And also in terms of customization, whether you just want, yeah, the COVID coverage with your travel insurance or whether you don't want a whole comprehensive health plan and you just want pneumonia or dengue or maybe emergency room protection, we can give those products. And then you can kind of customize your portfolio. You can, again, because of our com- comprehensive uh, license, you can have a uh, bite-sized protection on pneumonia and dengue, but at the same time, bite-sized protection on your gadget, individual protection, not just your whole, you know, whole portfolio of gadgets, but you can individually insure um, your cell phone or your laptop or your camera, um, whichever you want. And I think that's those are opportunities that, with the digital world, we're now able to offer.
1: Fantastic. And now, f- from the corporate side, what are the opportunities now that a company can enjoy now that might not have been as easy before? How do we open up the perspective of companies to look at Etika as, 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 the, as uh, the insurance provider for them versus, let's say, choosing, you know, I guess... Uh, one here, then one here, then one
0: here. In terms of the the corporates, uh, I think the Smile app is our main differentiator and opportunity that customers can now have. Um, it just makes life uh, so much easier for customers that they can just uh, use an app to be able to... Um, it saves time and it saves a lot of effort on their end to be able to just go to the hospital and use their app.
1: Got that, got that. Um, you know, You know, we addressed so well, you know... Um, you you answer so concisely and, and so briefly that you know we really covered a, a gamut of what i want to share uh with our customers here right now and our listeners here right now but though, well having said that no there's still a lot of people out there who might still be going uninsured for some reason and that's why the philippines is such big potential for insurance because of the number of people who are uninsured and that's why you've got insurtech tech to disrupt insurance in the country and make it more scalable for everybody else can we share with us from your own background you know, what are the first steps people should take when it comes to insurance? Uh, some people here might not, you know, I'm guessing I'm some people even listen to me haven't taken off their insurance packages. What would be your first, as, as an insurance executive, what are the key takeaways for people to learn if they start off with insurance?
0: Well, I think that insurance uh, typically is an industry that is uh, sold, not bought. And I think that needs to, that has changed because of the digital transformation that um, the world is undergoing. But when I say sold not bought people are not really it's not front of mind that people want to buy insurance i think after the fact when people have accidents they think oh i should i should have bought insurance i should have done this but we really want to empower people to plan ahead um to be able to think ahead and and think of the things that they need to to be able to do one of the things that we're also doing and seeing in the market is that we want to be able to sell to our younger audience Traditionally, insurance is bought by our parents, it's, it's more in line with their way of thinking. But now what we're seeing with Gen Z, you know, a bit of millennials, there's more flexibility, they're, they're more used to uncertainty, they're more used to taking risks, um, they've delayed the responsibility. So insurance is usually something that um, people think of when they have more responsibilities, you know, they get married, they have kids, they have more things to worry about. But as we're seeing now, people getting married later, people settling down later, we don't want people to have to wait until they settle down. I think insurance is something that is very important from a very early age. And likewise, I think that this, the, the mentality that we want to change is that you know there's the savings versus spending. People would rather spend now on different material goods rather than save for the long term. I think that's, a, that's an aspect that is prevalent in the Philippines and also with the young, younger generation. But... We want to be able to educate, and I think that taking advantage of all the tools out there, there's so much wealth of knowledge that people can take advantage of with Google and, of course, with AI now, but do your own research, and uh, I think that people will be able to... There's so many so many options out there for insurance that um, people can take advantage
1: of. Um, on Ethica, is there a way for them to compute, basically, or you know, to have some sort of uh, uh, insurance advisor online who can help them better understand... How much I need to put aside per month if I need to get this much uh, amount of money when I retire, or if, uh, is there somebody that they can help them online for that, Noel?
0: Um, that's something that we are we are looking into. I mean, one of our main products, I guess, is uh is the non-life, right? Um, but in terms of investments, yeah, definitely those are products that you can see. We have variable life insurance products, um, and then there's a, there's uh, an option there that you can just um, get in touch via phone or email.
1: Got that. And now, finally, for now corporate, you know, a lot of the people who actually listen to the show are people who own micro, small, and medium enterprises. These are people maybe with 5, 10, up to 50 employees. And, you know, for them, it's quite a, you know, ch- quite a challenge, you know, to already operate the business and have to be concerned about insurance at the same time. What would you like to say to these smaller companies who are still a bit hesitant to secure a insurance package for the company or a group package?
0: Yeah, I think... Uh it's important for any company to be able to, of course, ensure their employees, whether big and small. And I think traditionally, um, it's hard for small and medium-sized enterprises to, to do that um, with the bigger companies. But with technology, um, we're seeing companies like GigaCover, which we've all, which is also one of our partners. Um, so they are actually targeted towards the small and medium enterprises, and they can give really small size insurance and that's actually where we come in on the back end. You know, We're insuring those customers, but on their front end, Giga Cover is actually um, the one that, that, that can offer that.
1: Fantastic. Well, you Noel, know, thanks so much for sharing that. Let's just uh, flash one more time for those who are interested, whether it is group insurance or whether it's individual insurance. Let me just flash one more time here on screen, uh, the website of Ethica, that's epiqa.com.phz. Can we show that one last time here on screen? And again, Noel, thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate uh, for you to be able to better explain um, Ethica and what it's got to offer for our customers in the new normal. And hopefully uh, with more of uh, digitalization coming through, more data that you're gathering, you'll be able to better customize products and develop such innovations like gadget insurance and others uh, that are better suited for our new normal lifestyle. So again, Uh, Noel, thanks so much for guesting over here on the rg and podcast. And for those listening, we will see you again in the next podcast. Thanks again, Noel. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much.
1: The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program or other programs of the network.